Welcome back to Leverage Radio. Today I have with me Bonnie the Boxer. She's the founder and head coach of Tribal Warriors Goa. She's a former European K1 champion and is the India president of the World Kickboxing Organization. Bonnie, thank you for coming on. Um welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. Um we've met of course uh, at your facility in Goa. which is uh, a mix of the thailand bali training vibe um and a lot of like uh, it's got that indian cafe feel as well because it's uh, located right behind artjuna so it's a really nice place to train um how's the, how did this whole thing come about for you wow uh, the gym uh, that's a that's a lovely story i mean i i came to india um in 2012 um initially just on holiday with no intent to stay at all um but uh i mean it was a big life changing uh, experience it was a it was a, a time in my life that i was uh, looking to change everything about how i lived and um and uh fate brought me to india and i ended up here just uh, traveling more well, not even traveling just uh, spending six months in goa um and i very soon realized that uh, it was where i wanted to to plant some set some roots in and and uh, sort of live out the next few years of my life and uh, i started just uh, teaching a few classes just a few private classes and, and then slowly i bought, bought a few, few pair of pads pairs of pads and um, organically the gym has just grown over the last 9 uh, years into what it That's is amazing. today but really it's from nothing that that's yeah. fantastic it's been a beautiful journey it's been a beautiful journey i mean it's been amazing it's living my dream being able to do what i love to do every single day helping people to do what they love every single day that's been more <laughs> but yeah i mean it's just fantastic to be able to be living my dream and doing what i love to do every day i mean it's just incredible and it's such a beautiful place and surrounded right. by such amazing people and um it's really just a it's just a gift to be in this position right now uh, in my life and uh, in this country and uh, yeah i mean in doing it in go is just really it's amazing fantastic and um if you don't mind what what was your life like before 2012 why were you looking to make that switch like i'm just personally curious <laughs> well i mean you know it's crazy it was like you know my life on the exterior to everybody on the outside was incredible i was you know i was doing so well in my fight career um i was successful in my business i was a a massage therapist i do body work as well and i was doing really really well in london i was working with some of the top theaters um doing body work uh, helping to uh, working with all the on and off stage injuries of the cast and crew of some of london's top theaters right and plus i was uh, training i mean my life was like to an outsider maybe perfect but uh, um on the personal front we just i was in a relationship that was just really toxic you know it was nothing to do with uh, either of us being bad but we were just bad for each other right. and uh, and it just ended up uh, i mean actually i it was 10 years of this of like a roller coaster of passion and pain and um and eventually i, I actually i got offered a job in turkey uh and it was the first time as a massage therapist and it was the first time i'd stepped out of that life and i just i really i like i had a nervous breakdown actually because i suddenly just stepping outside of it i realized what had become of me come of me and 
I realized actually that I'd kind of lost myself, not kind of, I had lost myself in all those years of just compromise and, you know, just being in such a toxic uh, relationship where we were kind of tearing each other down instead of building each other up. And I realized I had to get out. So I ended up uh, staying in Turkey for three months and um, I did a lot of yoga and a lot of breath work. And, um, and just the nature of my life meant that I couldn't go back into my old life. So, I mean, to break free, I really had to like break free and I had to leave everything behind. So I did. I mean, I, I left the job, my job, my house, my relationship, my business, my fight career, my every single loss, all my belongings, my computer, my everything. <laughs> and I picked a bag and I came to India. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, now this is where I came to change my life. And this is where, somehow it called me. I mean, in, in a way it called me. And, and somehow I found myself here and uh, never really intending to be in Goa, but um, somehow uh, through some another strange set of circumstances ended up in Goa. And uh, yeah, life, I mean, just the story just unfolded from here. I mean, I'm living, I feel like I'm living my destiny now. You know, before I was just living in pain, I think. But uh, now I'm... Yeah, what to say? Plus, oh, that, that's amazing. That's really brave. Like, that's, um, I mean, a lot of people don't open up like this. So, I really do appreciate that. And it just goes to show you that, you know, um, no matter how bad things may get, like, there is always something you can do and there is always ways to change your circumstances, I feel. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's just making that decision, actually, and just being brave enough to say, this is not what I want. And then, uh, I mean, I've spoken to so many people again since I've been here, because actually Goa tends to attract people who are ready to break free from conditioning, from whatever has, like, shit has happened in their lives. Yeah. Um, so this really has a common thread, and this place seems to draw people that are ready to to sort of find themselves. And, and uh, Yeah, I was I was almost ready to... Uh, approved everything <laughs> and moved there when I came and saw you last time but uh, I suppose more <laughs> rational heads have prevailed for the time being let's see for how long uh, I'll be staying put for a little while at least but I will be visiting you very soon um, and uh, speaking uh, of visiting maybe. you very soon how was your camp with uh, the institute of jiu-jitsu guys Rohit and his team Oh, that was, I mean, so sadly, because I have so much going on in my life and of also course. I'm a mom. A little you girl, didn't get a chance to really train. Um, I, I, I didn't have a chance to immerse into that camp, but it was a huge success. I've had such amazing feedback. I mean, I met the guys and I managed to watch them do a bit of training because I was running my own uh, workshops alongside them we're really busy at the moment right 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 uh, so i didn't get a chance to train with them sadly i would have loved to but uh i know that uh, they all enjoyed it for, i mean it was again it's such a beautiful uh, environment to come and train to do come and do a, a workshop like that uh, in goa and train outside almost in the jungle it's uh <laughs> with the banyan tree it's it's really uh, we've got a we're so fortunate to have such a beautiful space um and then, I mean, to also attract these guys who are clearly the top of their game. Um, I mean, it was just, it was a, a pleasure to have them there and, uh, and and really fantastic to hear that they had such a good time. And I know a couple of my guys joined in as well. Um, so also it's great. I mean, I mean, the fact that uh, people of such a high level are coming to choose to train here in Goa, which was also kind of my hope when I built this, when I, you know, since I've been developing this space, it's always been a, a hope and 
um, that uh, we would attract these kind of guys that would come and do weekend training camps. So, you know, a chance for them to come and enjoy what they do in such a beautiful place, but also a chance for our guys and, and Goa to um, get to some exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Benefit from, from these guys and, and all their knowledge and experience, because we've always been kind of, uh, we're a little far behind actually um, of the, from the rest of India, as far as the fight scene goes, we, we're playing yeah. catch up. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I'm again. I'm really fortunate. I was in the right time. I was in the right I mean, place at the right you, time. You say that now, but uh, <laughs> well, where I suppose you guys are at the cusp of that sort of influx of uh, you know enthusiasm for the sport, where AKA has always has just come into Goa as well. So I'm sure there is now more and more um, interest in you know, doing mixed martial arts or doing martial arts in general. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, there's new schools popping up like regularly. There's like uh, new MMA gyms. I mean, so we don't get so much of Muay Thai, but I mean, there's new gyms popping up like all over the place. Right. Um, there's more more fighters. I mean, even on this coming show, I've got uh, already about, I think close on uh, 80 or 90 fighters registered to fight on the show. Um, we already have 35 fights matched. I mean, that's including the kids' bouts as well. Fair but, enough. I mean, it's it's a it's 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 huge. I mean, like uh, last year we had 20 fights. The year mm. before it was 16. In my first show, it was only tribal warriors fighters. <laughs> Just fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Amazing. So, yeah, I mean, the scene is really growing. It's it's public, and 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 loads of and loads of shows. I mean, a lot of people are choosing to do to come and put their national championships up here. I mean, we've got like Muay Thai championships, um, kickboxing championships. We've got people coming to pull stage their fight nights here. I mean, even this week, like uh, we've got I've got a friend of mine is now running his tournament today in a Goa State Open Martial Arts tournament. Next week, I've got a, there's an MMA show happening down in South Goa. And then right. the week after is, is our is our show as well. So I mean, there's just there's, it's, there's a lot happening with activity. Yeah, there's a lot happening. That's good. That's good. And uh, so since we are on the subject, uh, let's discuss Art of Combat Six, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about this event. Um, you just mentioned that you have over ninety fighters registered um what's what's the day going to look like or is it spread out over two days or how, how are you doing this whole thing with this many fights on the cards <laughs> well i mean again i'm just kind of uh <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants because uh just uh, trying to accommodate all the entries that's our, our first thing so i mean initially up until a week ago i had i had 60 entries but only like five fights matched Okay. Um, and then slowly, slowly, we've had new new people uh, coming in, and we've got um, we've got a few gyms traveling in from uh, from Mumbai. We've got one, mm-hmm. two, three, four gyms traveling from Mumbai. Uh, for the first time, first time we've got out of state fighters. Up until now, good, we've good, uh, good. been managing in state. So we've built up like uh, a couple of state championships. I mean, and up until now, we've only been K one fights. So. Um, We've built up, we've uh, grown and uh, developed uh, the fighters here as far as we can, I guess. Well, not as far as we can, because we're constantly getting new guys coming in. But mm-hmm. uh, the top fighters now, we've got it. We've got our generated our state champions. So we that's why we decided to invite some outside gyms. And we've had such a great response. And then also, um, 
for the first time we've uh, like my gym itself is has expanded um, or converted itself into transformed itself into an MMA gym because of course I'm a striker and so up until now Tribal Warriors was always a striking gym uh, Muay Thai and kickboxing and then we got a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu coach in uh, Gagan um, about I think about a year back and uh, I mean, he's done, he's, he's amazing. He's transformed the fighters into MMA fighters. Now, none of my boys want to fight stand up anymore. They, they want to fight MMA. So actually I've gone from a striking uh, gym to, I think I've only got a couple of strikers in my, out of all the 15, most of them want to fight MMA. So that's why we've had to also bring in, uh, that's why we've had to invite other gyms because there's not a lot of MMA fighters here, actually. Um, right. I think there's two other gyms that, uh, that really can say they are MMA gyms. And uh, and both of those are actually involved in the South Goa tournament this this uh, this weekend coming. So yeah, so we've invited outside gyms. We've got uh, I think we've got ten MMA bouts. Okay. Uh, we've got a one. We've gone. And, we've got uh, our first ever. These MMA bouts. These MMA bouts are they are these amateur bouts? Are these pro fights? So yeah, again. So again. So we. I, this is the first time we're doing it. So I've kind of been not committed to anything from the start and just like sort of kept it open. It was always going to be an amateur show for first, um, okay. but we decided to put one pro fight on. So we've got one uh, professional MMA bout. Uh, we use the unified rules. I mean, so basically uh, I'm very fortunate in that uh, the WKO, which is the world body that I'm affiliated to that uh, has um, appointed me as India president has a really fantastic, they, they're really well organized. I mean, mm. they've got all their rules are set out. I have easy access to them. Anybody who comes and wants to fight on our show has really just goes onto the webpage and has access to all the rules and regulations. And uh, as much as it sometimes seems a bit stringent, actually, it's fantastic because, I mean, if anyone asks me a question, I just I go into the into the website and there is an answer there. They're really inexperienced and it's a, it's a, it's a, an association run by fighters as well. So um, they, it's, it's, it's fantastic for me because I have a really great support right. behind me. Um, which uh, I can feel, I can feel it, you know, it's, it's uh, builds confidence. Um, so the, the pro fight will be unified rules, uh, pro MMA. It's a heavyweight fight. Um, okay. A friend of mine is from Turkey. He's a, 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 he's had two pro MMA fights here in India and he'll, he'll be fight. His name is Mustafa Chinar and he'll be fighting uh, Aditya Sanil from Team Relentless in, okay. uh, in Mumbai. Uh, that's going to be our sort of our main event of the evening on the on the MMA side, and then the other bouts will be. Uh, so most of the guys, I, I kept the option open of uh, of fighting B or C class, as in amateur or pro am, and most of the guys have gone for pro am. Most of the guys have decided not to uh, wear shin pads, and I guess mm. in MMA it's just so much more comfortable for the groundwork guys. I think that's what it is. Um, people will sacrifice taking a kick if you can yeah. get a little bit. <laughs> Uh, more purchase on your, you know, grappling techniques or some of your, you know, submission techniques. So uh, let's see that yeah, that actually so makes it a lot more fun. Like that, because like yeah. I've seen in at like a, a amateur level, like something that does happen is people just because they are almost too heavily geared up, uh, they just keep taking <laughs> kicks and you know the fight. Nothing really happens in the fight. Like um. One or yeah. two hard leg kicks changes a fight. So I think that that's going to make it a lot more interesting. I recently <laughs> saw an event in uh, Guwahati in a, uh, in a Sam with Bidang uh, MMA. And their rules were very similar where they yes. had, it was amateur fights and no elbows, no knees, but um, nobody was wearing shin pads. So it really made it quite interesting to watch. 
Yeah. No, it changes it up. It cha- it, in any sport, it changes it up. And of course, in I mean, I, I think I only ever fought one fight in shin pads. So for me, it's not like not even, I, I almost don't consider <laughs> shin pads. But I know for, I mean, it's kind of also a tradition here that you grow up through the shin pad um, yeah. fights and, and progress. Uh, but um, yeah, well, I mean, the- again, guys have all like, even the, all the first time fighters, the first time MMA fighters are all opting for the for the no shin pad bouts because they, yeah, they're... Amazing. What a good scrap, and they want to be able to work on the ground. And uh, what about any uh, women fighting? I know we're not going to see yeah. you back in the cage or in the ring this time, but uh, <laughs> what about? I know I'm still, <laughs> I'm still can't say I'm retired. Um, as much as I'm having pressure from all sides to, to say yes, come on, Bonnie, you've had enough now. You're too old. I think a fighter never feels like they're too old. I'm always <laughs> I'm harboring this little uh, dream of. Uh, Having a few more fights. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of still have. I'm eligible to fight for the world title, and I feel like I've worked so hard and been through so much to to let's have that. Let's go, Bonnie. Thing. Let's go. Let's put you through the ringer. Let's put you in camp, and let's get you there. <laughs> you saw. I don't know if you watched the fights this morning, but Juliana Pena. Uh, no, three fights this morning. Oh no! Do you want me to tell you what happened? No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, you must be I'll, living under a rock or in a tree in Goa, but uh, it was crazy. Uh, so go watch the fights as soon as you can. I'll tell you that much. But um, I will do. Yeah. So, uh, any women uh, fighting on this yeah, card of yours? Yes, yes, we have. Uh, we've not got any MMA bouts, uh, but we've got two, in fact, three. I've got two uh, first uh, 2K1 bouts. Again, uh, two of my girls uh, against two girls from uh, from Bombay, from Mumbai. Um, I think from this uh, Combat Fight Club, Combat Fight Club. I think it's yeah. an offshoot of Team Relentless. Um so uh, those th- both of those girls, I think they're MMA fighters, but uh, my girls are both stand-up fighters. So um, they've agreed to to have a, a stand-up match, a K1 match against. So those two two girls uh, on the K1 bout, and then I've got one young girl of mine. She's 12 years old. She's okay. a double state champion already. She's a K1 fighter. She's like had seven win, seven fights, seven wins. She's on a like winning streak. She's she's amazing actually. Okay. Um, and she's I had her set to fight a national title, but unfortunately her opponent pulled out. So I'm desperately trying to find a a match for her. I'm putting this out on the radio in case anybody has a fantastic 12-year-old girl at 40 kilos who's who's uh, ready to take on my champ. <laughs> But um, that, that's another, that I mean, she's like, she's, she's an Olympic potential athlete. I mean, she's like a uh, Muay Thai and K1. And right. uh, I mean, when, by the time she hits 19, 20, that time, I think the, that the, that our sports might be in the Olympics. So she's really got uh, a super future and she's super talented. And um, are I mean, they that's, making, are they making uh, this discussion happen to put MMA or kick, kickboxing in like uh, legit kickboxing in the Olympics? Uh, Muay Thai is in. Kickboxing is in, I think. I think oh, really? uh, kickboxing and Muay Thai are in. Yeah, for sure Muay Thai has been accepted. It's not, they haven't actually put it in the Olympics, but it's been accepted as an Olympic sport. And okay. I also kickboxing, I think, uh, because uh, many of the associations are now um, connected to the IOC. So I think uh, um, kickboxing, I'm not quite sure exactly in which form the kickboxing, because I mean, there's so many variations. Yeah, that, that's basically so, what my question was going to be like. <laughs> 
um you know what what what's the format because i don't know if you saw what happened in the olympics um in the karate finals um, no i didn't okay so this one gentleman basically uh back heel kicks the other karate gentleman out cold and loses the gold medal because he knocked his opponent out oh shit <laughs> yeah so so i i don't know it's it's like i guess you were only allowed to hit the body and what happened was you, his opponent ducked into it and it landed flush on his temple and the guy poor guy who threw the kick he lost that fight uh oh, so he he got silver there so i i don't know how this works like what are the rules um but yeah i mean i think that uh, in the olympics it's going to be diluted for sure i mean even muay thai I, I, i mean i can't begin to imagine you know how they're going to yeah, they yeah yeah regulated and they're going to be added up like a michelin man on like a michelin man sure. plus like uh, in muay thai fights there's a lot of clinch fighting and that's yeah, not, ex- not that's not exactly uh, if you if you're not familiar with the sport that's not exactly a fan friendly or, or a viewer friendly <laughs> part of the the sport i feel which uh, yeah. i don't know how they're going to regulate it because that is a pretty big part of um, you know muay thai fighting where, in, in thailand at least um, yeah well, of course, of course. yeah i mean i don't know what to say about that again i mean i mean what to say i don't know what to say actually because uh, there's so many stars what i mean what do you do i think the only thing to do is put mma in and then let everybody come and fight it out at the olympics yeah have a, st- have a stand up then you have take down rules and... i i think that that i think that should happen like that would be a um that's a way to go because you know then you can be anyone from anywhere just fight however you want to and it gets put in the olympic i think that will be that's what it should be i mean that would be really great for anyone who runs an mma gym so guys if we can all band together and try and do this like let's let's make this happen um we'll worry about the peds later but uh, i wanted to ask you so uh, any participants from aka at this event you know actually i haven't invited them dear dear i think you should um i think i should yes no 100% actually i've got Yeah, my goodness. Yes, I will. I will contact them a bit late, but um yeah, I should. Um, I've got is... a few really actually I've got some... Yeah. Go oh, sorry, go on. I've got some really great fighters that need matches actually. I mean, we've got uh, a couple of like national level fighters that uh, I'm trying to match up. Um but in K1 mostly. So but still I mean the the these uh, aka guys are are good strikers and good I'll, i'll i'll chat to them actually i'll get i'll get in contact with them today yeah i mean it's, a, it's probably a stable of few guys right so even Maybe if uh, five or 10 of them yes but yeah, i'm sure like if you need a couple uh and i guess for for the whole goa mma scene that would be a good thing as well like you all kind of get an unity. idea of who who's doing what not even unity like just you if they are the competition uh you are the competition there will be fights amongst people who will be fighting from different teams and camps um <laughs> might as well get that stuff started as soon as possible i think 
<laughs> actually, we, I mean, we, we're strangely kind of cool in Goa, actually. We, we're, we're all pretty, pretty cool with each other. You know, we're even uh, the rival, even our rival tournaments, we're all, we all try and support each other. I mean, obviously there's, there's, there's an odd little altercation here and there, but uh, actually mostly up until now, I suppose, because there's so few of us mm-hmm. that we get on quite well. That's good. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how it should be. Change. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's how it should be. Um, especially when you're in a country or in places where the sport actually needs a lot of development and AOC and the work you're doing obviously is a big part in that, like all regional events, all smaller events, like they have to be, so I feel like they have to be supported and, um, you know, Mm, it requires participants it requires organizers it requires people to put in effort to make this stuff happen so i think it's fantastic what you do yeah. yeah thank you it's it's become a beast but it's at least it's a beast that i'm passionate about so <laughs> what's the hardest part about um, putting on something like this for you oh my goodness i mean Really, Mohit, I, I do every like I do everything. <laughs> so every year it gets a little bit bigger, and mm. uh, I think that's the hardest part is like you know living up to my own expectations of of improving it every year. Right. So every year comes a little better, a little bigger, a little more professional, and you know. So every year my task like magnifies by about ten. Um. So I, I can't even tell you what is the hardest part. I literally, I, you know, for the, for these last two weeks, I just kind of, I really don't have time to like plan ahead or think about what's happened. I just kind of deal with everything as it hits me in the face. Um, it's, it, there's just so much, to, there's just so much to do. I'm dealing, I mean, I'm dealing with all the fighters. I'm doing all the matches. I'm, I'm doing all the design work. I'm fixing the cage. I'm building the cage. <laughs> setting up the, teaching the classes preparing the fighters <laughs> Man. oh my goodness being a mom and a mom. uh yeah um so but i mean again it's like it's i can't even say it's hard because it's doing everything that i no, love I, doing so it's yeah, like yeah. yeah i can see it in your face and hear it in your voice you're definitely uh excited <laughs> and pumped for this one and yeah, um can I, if you don't mind me asking, like, um, are you paying the fighters anything or is this, uh, how, how does that work for, I, I'm sure the pros are getting paid. What about, uh, the pros are, the pros are getting paid. Yeah. Um, so again, I, we, we've grown it from the ground up. I funded the whole thing from the beginning. You know, we've, we've either done all the work ourselves or we funded where I've needed to with, with some fantastic, like small sponsorships up until now. Right. We've had a lot of local support. We've not really had money as such, but, you know, small sponsorships from Budweiser in the past and USI has been a fantastic supporter of us, um, supplying us with the equipment. So uh, again, I mean, I knew this year that I wanted to step up again, and I and I and you know my 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 dream is to is to create this platform for the guys to you know to move on and go up and in and go international and you know step onto the professional stage and um, so I knew at some point I would have to I'd have to host a pro fight and of course because that's my dream I would of course pay the fighters so um, all the other fights are amateur. Um, and they're and in fact, even in the WKO stipulations, you may not pay amateur fighters. It's actually stipulated in our regulations. Uh, but it's also stipulated that you must pay professional fighters. You may not have a professional bout without paying them. 
is not even allowed in our rules. Right. Um, so for the first time, again, I, I mean, I, I committed to it out of my own pocket. I, I, I'm, you know, bringing the guys here. Uh, one of them is from here already. Um, I've put a, a purse onto the a mat. There's a winner's purse on the match. And, um, and, you know, that in turn hopefully will bring some more sponsorships. We've got some really great sponsors on board this time. We've got, uh, again, USI has sponsored us a brand new canvas for the for the cage. Hey, fantastic, so, fantastic. Yeah, that's, uh, well, fantastic. It's not even made yet. I mean, that's another terror. Oh, no, mind. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah th- this, is, this is something you should probably be well used to. Like, in general, things are going to come in last minute um, and just be ready in time. It doesn't matter how well you prepare, everything somehow always snowballs like till the day before the fight. Anyway, so my all that equipment is like is 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 Honestly. destined to arrive on the twentieth. Oh That's my, my all the for the show. I mean, on the twenty second, but the the canvas is not even; it's still being made. Right. And then hopefully we can get it from wherever it is to us in time. Um, and then who else? We've got uh, this uh, Budweiser Beats. It's a new energy drink. They've uh, sponsored us a little bit of cash this time as well and some drinks. So hey, that's also hey, how about the Budweiser. Job, <laughs> some man. money. Good job. They show us money. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, so again, that's helped to support the pro fights. And uh, and then I've got a friend of mine. They they've got a, a thing called School of Heart, and they've also given us a nice big cash donation. And well, a big cash donation, and uh, and also they're going to help uh, uh, with the with a, with a cage and the site setup. Is a super practical guy, and they're also paramedics, so they'll be running our medical. We we um, we have like a as well as the doctor and the ambulance. Um, yeah. We have a small medical tent where actually they take care of all the fighters, bumps and bruises, and you know they look after. They've got ice packs and they take care of the fighters post fight, not just the in in the big emergencies. Right. So and that's a uh, the, the fighters really appreciated <laughs> when we've done it in the past. It's, it's amazing you know they really take care of the guys after the fights um so yeah i mean again the first pro fight to answer your question that that those guys are getting paid and hopefully that will pave the way for 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 the future i mean so my, my aim is to pay the professional fighters and to you know to help them to make to, to be able to live off what they do is, yeah. is what what we're trying to aim what we're aiming for i think that's that's become a regular talking point and a regular um motivation for new tournaments and new events and new um, promotions that I think everyone's realizing that this can't be done anymore for just for bragging rights. It has to be feasible for people to train, want to train and uh, make a living doing this uh, if they choose to. So I think, I think that's really yeah, great. If you want to have fantastic fighters, you have to pay them so that they can be fantastic fighters. That's right. Like, you know, they right. can't. We, if we want, we want great shows, we've got to make sure these guys can train properly and, and invest the time that's required to, to, you know, to perform like like we want to present to the audience. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's what we're working for. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. And um, uh, this is on the 22nd of December, yes? 22nd of December, yeah. Uh, we're planning to start the kids' fights uh, sort of in the off in the sort of lunchtime, early afternoon. Uh, we've got some uh, we've got a little mini uh, elimination tournament. We've got some six boys and uh, uh, nine-year-old boys. They're going to have a little knockout competition. Then we've got a couple of like really little ones, um, some teenagers. 
So we'll do the kids' bats in the afternoon, and then we'll have a little break, and probably sort of three or four o'clock we'll come back uh, for the main for well again for the undercard of the of the uh, of the adults' fights. Um, and then I think the main guys uh, we've got we've got uh, we've got two state title fights. Um, we've got a go state title fight and so uh, what, state. How is this a state title fight? Can you tell me who's fighting and how this would be like? Uh, what what is there? Okay, so uh, the Sorry, stipulations. Are... Yeah, you got me. Mm-hmm. Okay, got so so basically, uh, also the WKO set out uh, their stipulations as to how many fights you need to have had before you can be eligible to fight for a for a for a title at all. Uh, the stipulations as for state level, as for area, as for national level. Right. Um, so uh, because also uh, because there's so many associations and so many um, different styles of fighting, and that uh, K1 is really pretty new on the scene here, is that I've taken into consideration all fights that fighters have had. So I ask for a really uh, um, explicit record of of all the fights they've had, all the conditions they've been in. And uh, I mean, that's also, of course, that's for, for our matching greens, but uh, so it also fights, make sure that we uh, get guys that are, that are eligible to fight for the state title. And, so, and uh, match properly as well, then it's, it shouldn't be like a mismatch too. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really careful. I mean, I tell you by the end, by the time the fight night comes, I know each of those fighters also already, uh, all 60 of them, you know, I've, I know how long they've been training for. I, you know, they've, they're, you know, how, are they confident or they're not confident that they're strikers, you know? Right, right, uh, right. We really right. make sure I get to know, I get to know, the, I, t- I speak a lot to the trainers. I know we have a lot, we, we chat a lot. Um, we're re- very open about our fighters, um, you know, so that again, because we care about the fighters and this is all about growing sport, is that we chat a lot about um, how even to match the fighters and, and whether they'll be good matches or not. So I don't just throw anybody too into the cage and, <laughs> and hope for the best. You know, we're really aiming to to give the guys a good challenge, or the guys and girls a good challenge, and to put on a good a good show. And ultimately, um, make sure everyone so goes the, home safe. Of course, I mean, of course, the fight also, but yeah, of course, I mean, you, it's just not safe if, you, if you're throwing in a newbie against someone who's really hardened and toughened and conditioned, and you know. So uh, yeah, I mean, we've got. Uh, I think for the for the state for the go state title, I've got a Russian guy. He's uh, from a boxing background, Muay Thai. I mean, it's kind of strange having that. But uh, there's so now in Goa, we have so many uh, foreigners that actually live here. Yeah. So they're eligible to fight for state titles because they're residents. I mean, I, I actually won the British title holding a South African passport because I was resident in the UK. I mean, even though now I uh, carry my British passport. But um, with these associations, once you're resident in the country, you're allowed to uh, challenge for titles. So I've got a Russian guy fighting um, one of our local fighters. He's just won the national uh, WACO kickboxing championships. He's got a good number of fights under his belt. His name's Walter Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just won the gold in the WACOs, nationals. Um, and he's had a lot of fights. He comes from Silat. He's done, had kickboxing fights, Silat. Uh, he's had an MMA bout. Um, he's really a nice seasoned fighter. So mm-hmm. that's our state, our state title fight. Um, and then uh, we've got a Maharashtra state title fight. Now I've just got to quickly look into my computer. Um, I think it's a, it's a guy from uh, Team Relentless, um, Harsh Pandaya, Pandya, versus a guy from Team Vipers in uh, Bombay as well, uh, Murafalam Shaikh, his name is. Um, again, both have had a string of MMA 
kickboxing. I mean, uh, Murafalam is uh, wushu is there is competed at state and national level in wushu kickboxing right, MMA. Right, right, right. He's had like 10, 11 fights, and uh, the guy from Team Relentless also uh, MMA striking MMA. Uh, I think kickboxing fights as well they've had. So they set for the the state title, and then uh, yeah, uh, I've got uh, we've got. Uh, uh, well, I guess I can say uh, we've got uh, Mantan Rani actually registered for light. He's uh, seems quite a famous fighter. I'm yeah. trying to find him a match as well. I've <laughs> offered a few people. Um, he's looking to fight a K1 bout. I've, uh, I mean, because he's uh, such a good level fighter, we've uh, we've managed to get a sanction from the head office for a national title fight if we can find him a, um, an eligible match. Um, but uh, yeah, we're getting a little bit closer. So hopefully, yeah. I'll let's see. Hope, hopefully, uh, I'll release this episode in a few days, and if somebody picks it up, uh, maybe we do find an opponent for. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a there's a India national WKO India national title belt up for grabs. If you want to take on Manjan Rani, and you're eligible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be people coming in. I'll use this clip as well. Um, <laughs> crazy, Bonnie. That that's that's. That's insane, man. You're, you're doing some great work out there. Um, is there a place people can watch this event? Are you, you, you tell me you have to be streaming it. Yes, we are streaming it. So we've actually got a, that's a, the last of our big gut partners we have found is that there's a, a guy called Kaushik Mukherjee is known as Q for short. He's a director and producer quite, quite well known. It seems in the, um, do you know, have you heard of him? Not really. No. Uh, okay, no, he's quite known here in Goa, but uh, they're kind of in the underground art scene, art, 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 so something like this. Uh, but anyway, they're uh, they've offered to stream live on their YouTube channel, um, so uh, we'll be we'll be um, putting that up on on the on our uh, Art of Combat uh, Instagram page, Art of Combat Goa. Um, all of that stuff will be posted up, but definitely we're streaming it live. So the twenty second uh, from the hopefully the kids fights even we'll we'll stream those live. I mean, even because we've got because of the nature of our gym, we've got a lot of people even watching from all over the world because we've had so many foreigners passing through the gym over the years. Nice. nice. So we have a lot of uh, we have a little fan base all over the world actually at the moment. It's a really Beautiful. cool place. Um, so yeah, streaming live and uh, then yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So these details will be up on your Instagram. Uh, that is Tribal Warriors and Art of Combat Instagram pages, right? Yeah, but Tribal Warriors dot Goa. And art of art of combat dot goa. Both of those will be will be uh, uploading all the information, and all the build up to the fight will be going up on there. We've just released our first posters, and then uh, we generate little fighter profiles for each of the fighters. So slowly over the next week, we'll be introducing all the fighters again because I like to uh, connect the fighters to the audience. We tell everyone a little bit of story about the guys that have shared their stories. So each of the fighter profiles will come up with a little story if they've shared one and slowly, slowly we'll introduce everyone over the next week or week or so. Um, and then we'll announce the big fights right towards the end. And uh, yeah, we're ready for the 22nd. Crazy. Amazing. Um, thank you, Bonnie. Any final thoughts uh, that you'd like to share? Oh, it's been fantastic to chat to you. <laughs> As always. And uh, yeah, you tune in on the 22nd for sure. I will. And, uh, and, and the great thing is uh, I mean, also for people who come and visit us, who come, any holiday makers in Goa to come and pass by our gym and come and do some training with us, come and share some of the, and that's what you've done. <laughs> Indeed. You've passed by, come and shared some knowledge with us and rolled with us a bit uh, at the gym. And uh, yeah, come awesome. and visit us in Goa. 
Great, great, great. I I intend fully intend to do that very soon. Um, thank you, Bonnie. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate this. Um, I hope you have a wonderful Sunday, and, uh, and you too. best of luck with the event. I hope it goes great. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Love you to chat. Bye.